0: this is star talk welcome welcome to star talk radio i'm your host bill nine this special segment of cosmic queries maker edition is brought to you by google be sure to check out their website at makingsciencewithgoogle.com now i try to pull back everybody because i'm not alone here No, no. I'm with world citizen Chuck Nice. Chuck, how you doing? Hey, Bill. How are you? I'm feeling great because this is a special edition. Yes, it is a special edition. This is the maker edition. The maker edition. So these are people that make things.
1: Yes. All of these people are uh, progenitors of some sort. In one way or another. Progenitors. Yes. Could be progenitrixes. Ah, look at you. Progenitrices.
0: (laughs) So with all this said, these are people that make stuff. That's what we do in engineering. We use science to build things and solve problems. What is our first query?
1: Well, let's get into our first query, and it's actually one of our Patreon patrons. This is from uh, Terrico Pottery, uh, a potter living in St. Joseph, Minnesota. So he indeed is a maker with a question about making. He makes pottery. He makes pottery. Yes. St. Joe In St. Joe M.I. So uh, this is what he says. Amen. 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 Sorry. Oh, who, Sorry, who, who you're is, right. Oh, God, what a oh, faux pas. The people at the Mall of America Michigan are they're, hating they're, us right they're, now. They're, yes. yes. Um, uh, here's what he says. What are your thoughts, Bill, on changing the STEM field to steam by adding arts into the acronym companies like apple computers and tesla motors advance stem fields by creating artistically designed products that people resonate with worldwide do they provide evidence that art might play an important role in getting more people excited about scientific progress
0: uh, and the short answer is yes uh-huh so, so I've steam is fine Science, technology, engineering, art and math. That's fine. That's great. Yeah. And by the way, when you make products, you want them to look cool. And I think this is why, just to name names, that's why Google is successful. Yeah. You click on the Google main page and there's not anything on it. It's Except just Google. This beautiful minimalist thing. And that's why Apple products are so popular, is they look good. Yeah. So you certainly want products to look good. If I'm gonna buy pottery,
1: be it in Minnesota or anywhere else. Right. I want it to look nice. Yes. I, I want my pottery um, phone case for my iPhone.
0: Oh, that would be, be brittle. <laughs> but who knows where that will lead. The guy with skills to make pottery may be able to make all sorts of things. Yes. Because he's, he designs or makes shapes.
1: So now uh, when you look at design as an element of engineering, uh, there's in art, they say form follows function. They say that in architecture too. Yes. So now, does that work when you're engineering? Like, okay, you're building uh, a. Plane. Well, look at an airplane. Aren't yeah. they good looking? Yes. They, but they weren't always. When you look back at the old sockwood camels, the old biplanes, uh, they were kind uh,
0: of at that in that era. They were the coolest thing going because they flew. Right. So. Yeah, are exactly. the guy with the, the
1: It was pretty
0: cool. Right. <laughs> Still is pretty cool. So uh, form follow- that's one of the things, by the way, not changing the subject from pottery and steam. Right. But that's one of the things that's really appealing for me about airplanes is everything on there has to do something. You, right. There's ve- it's very hard to add stuff to planes that doesn't absolutely have to be there because they get too heavy. Yes. So um, my uh, I'm a big fan of uh, steam and writ large. I just don't want it to get to the point where – all of school becomes an acronym. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right now, we, I guess there's a conflict between funding science, technology, engineering, and math and funding art. You have to fund both. Right. So STEAM it is. STEAM, steam on, if you are Not
1: Steampunk. But ste- uh, that
0: steampunk never appealed to me.
1: Really? No. Come on. The reason is it's not real. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. When you when you look at it from the actual mechanical standpoint, the, like, the, none of those inventions are the
0: Helium real. balloons wouldn't really fly. Yeah. The steam-powered uh, wheelchair wouldn't really run. Yeah, it, it just it so that just always took me out of it a little but bit. But they make for great conventions.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know when you see those people at the hotel and they've got their goggles on and their their little caps and their trench coats and
0: Are you, you, know, are you talking from personal experience here, Chuck? No, I'm just saying. Like, no, no, no. Oh, you're just saying, anyways, and it's not you. I'm just saying. No, if you, yes. If you happen to be right. at the New
1: York Hilton in October and you see a black guy wearing goggles at a steampunk convention. It might be Chuck Nice, maybe. it's all you're maybe. saying. It's all you're so saying.
0: Knows. Let's try another query. <laughs> Good question, Steam Man uh, yes. Potter in Minnesota. All
1: right, let's move on to uh, Matt Eli, who comes to us from Facebook and Bay City, Texas. And Matt Eli wants to know this. How are we going to print 3D stuff on Mars out of native material there or in the clouds of Venus or on the moon? Or in the asteroid belt. So, is it necessary to to m- mine materials from that area or from that place to uh, use as 3D uh, print material? Uh,
0: this is a great question, but we may be mixing the modern verb everybody loves. Chuck is conflating. Ah, conflating. we conf- could be, could be not saying we are. Conflating 3D printing in space with in situ resource utilization.
1: All right, now, now ISRU. Okay, now now see now you got me right there. Well,
0: well so the idea is Say you that could,
1: again because I can't even I don't even know what you just said there.
0: So everybody in the Mars community loves this acronym, four, four four letter acronym, ISRU in situ resource utilization. In situ resource in utilization. the situation. In-situ- there you are on the surface of Mars. Right. In the situation. Right utilizing, which is another word we used to say, using the resources there. So that's a big plan. I gotta grow some sprouts. Well, to scrape up, that's right, uh, in The Martian. You can scrape the book or the movie. You scrape up some Martian soil and use chemistry to make rocket fuel out of it. Get the oxygen out of it. Maybe get the iron, recombine them, and they burn and (laughs) off you go. Uh, And on Mars, I think it'd be lower pitch. (laughs) But anyway, um, it's a great idea. Fine idea. Meanwhile, a recent study uh, at NASA indicates that it's probably better to take material to make objects with a 3D printer, which seemed to work well enough in zero gravity or microgravity. And so instead of taking surgical scissors, a scalpel, what else do you take? Sponges, right. your sti- uh, sutures, right. suture needles. You make all that if you need it. You're ready to make it. So now at
1: need. that point, kind of like a, a little more uh, of a Star Trek, like replicator type deal.
0: But yeah. 3D printers are virtually replicators, man. Right. It's amazing now. The late, and this is now. It's what year is this? 2016. Uh, we scan objects with um, hol- hologram style lasers create a three-dimensional image of it, then use that three-dimensional image to print it is the verb, but or additively manufacture it. And so this is an exciting time, but uh, making rocket fuel out of the Martian surface, I'm not sure is quite the same thing as is intended by traditional uh, space-borne 3D printing. However, can't see why these two things wouldn't merge one day.
1: Right. So there's there's not really a need to choose. It's not a sophisticated choice. It'll
0: be organic, pun intended. (laughs) It'll be or it'll come from the Martian surface. But, you know, getting to the Martian surface is not trivial. Having a colony there is probably a real hassle. Mm -hmm. But I want to send people there to look for signs of life. And if those people need 3D printing additive manufacture technology to get it done
1: economically, let's go. So, if you were to send, let's say, you know, so sending people is a real pain in the butt. So, you it's send, expensive and yeah. never been done. And, and, and you know, people are a pain in the butt. I mean, have you met people? Yes. Have you met them? Cause Some of my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> but, our dogs. Is, is there still a need if you were to send uh, uh, autonomous machines that can work on their own? And then would they still be able to utilize?
0: That's the whole idea. So the Mars 2020 rover, Uh which
1: does not have a name yet,
0: uh, we hope to do this experiment. Try to scrape up Martian soil and make it into rocket fuel. Wow. Be cool. It would be very cool. So it can be done robotically. It is believed. And so the chemistry and you do simulants, uh, simulations with simulant soil, I mean to say, and we get that usually in Hawaii. That red rock
1: soil there, simulant to the
0: iron-bearing red volcanic sand, is a lot apparently a lot like Mars. You can try this stuff, and it seems to work. But to really pull it off, and really plan to go to Mars and only get back if you can scrape up Martian soil and make it into rocket fuel? I mean, that's a whole nother.
1: Yeah, you might be planning a one-way trip. You, you might, yeah. It's, uh, inadvertently.
0: Yes. And yeah. you don't want the inadvertent one-way trip. You don't want to uh, die on impact and you don't want to be stranded. These are two really undesirable outcomes uh, on Mars. So Chuck, we're on Cosmic Queries. Yes, we, we are. We do
1: our best to answer an inquiry Yes. From our beloved listeners. People want to know about making things in space, on other planets. And That's what we planets. do in engineering, Chuck. Yes, it is. We use science to make things and solve problems. Take it. All right. Query number one. Query number one. Ooh. Michal Wegsrin. Oh, yes. Ah, Michal. I, I, I bet you I got that name right. Michal. Michal Wegs, Wegs, Wegsren. All right. That's as good as I can do. Uh, from Facebook. Says, Bill, nanotechnology versus 3D printing. When can we expect 3D printers to be able to print nano elements for future nanotechnology? devices that 's a little meta
0: it is meta, but it 's not that far uh, really yeah, many nano de- machines are made with the same technology as 3 d printing where you can move the probe tiny, tiny increments in tiny, tiny increments and um, shove molecules around or atoms around i mean oh. and so that 's actually uh, almost it's, it's spiritually in the big picture, right this tiny process does exist. When are you going to be able to do it and make airplanes out of it or aircraft carriers or something? That's so, a ways off.
1: So now would there ever be this, you know, in every sci-fi movie, this is what you see, you know, the nanobots. Yes, They nanobots. all come together and then they create something. So yeah. it's, it, it's just this never-ending process where the, the, there's the machine that creates the nanobots, then the nanobots come together to create or build something Well, they else. usually, I think they usually make a replica of Chuck Nice. And yes. And I and the crew
0: here cannot tell the difference between the real Chuck Nice and the nanobototical Chuck Nice. And then one of us has a naval bill. And then things go badly. <laughs> things generally go badly because the nanobot Chuck is motivated by something bad. And yes, it just... of course. He is. But with that said, the idea of using uh, 3D technology to move a probe or a, uh, an atom placer machine. Tiny, tiny increments does exist. That's how, uh, in a sense, that's how we make some microcircuits. Oh, really? But this is the future where you'd have this machine working really fast on a much larger scale. So stay tuned. And maybe you'll be the mechanical engineer, the electrical engineer that, you know, gets on this and makes it all practical and inexpensive.
1: Nice. All right. In Fantastic. Kumail. So it already exists. Look at that. In a sense. No, in a sense. In a sense. In a sense it, it's already there. Science future Today. Today. That's why you listen to StarTar. That's exactly right. Maker edition. (laughs) Brought to you by Google. Here we go. Uh, Gabe Dominguez uh, from Facebook wants to know this. Um, Instead of sending a rover to a planet, could we send just a 3D printer plus assembly unit to create multiple rovers and are there any plans to do something like this? So instead of just one rover, you send kind of a whole manufacturing unit. Then you you got a bunch of rovers that now emanate from this one little manufacturing unit, and they can kind of comb the entire planet for you.
0: So for those who are just listening to the podcast, I'm sorry you can't see Chuck's uh arms gesticulations oh, arm. showing us how this uh, robotic about. <laughs> robotic manufacturing on another world so that gets back to that thing about using the material on let's say the martian surface right otherwise you i mean everybody understand
1: uh, wait, you, wait wait let me see if i remember wait oh god in situ resource damn it <laughs> no no it's not damn it it's, <laughs> it's utilization utilization in <laughs> yeah. situ Re- in situation resource utilization. Yes. So okay.
0: the only way you would want to do this,
1: everybody, is if
0: you could uh, manufacture this stuff out of the material that's already there. Here on Earth, we're really good at manufacture, or pretty good at manufacturing yeah. things. Sending all the raw materials to Mars would okay. almost certainly not have an advantage. With that said, thinking out loud, as we here on as we are here on Star Talk, perhaps the problems associated with folding up the rovers so they fit in the rocket nose cone. Uh-huh. Maybe that is a hard problem, and maybe you'd want to send all the piece parts there
1: mm-hmm.
0: in more compact fashion and then uh, have the manufacturing gizmo put the wheels on the car kind of thing. Right. I'm jamming here. Right, I'm jamming. Right. I like it. Because the rovers have to be origamatically folded up. Origamatically, I think it might be origamiically, origami-ically. Fold folded up right to get in there so when they
1: get there, they all look like little cranes,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right, they do, and then they unfold. <laughs> you no, know, there could be something to that that's a that's a cool question, but right now, what we want it's just all we can do to get uh government officials to get together to spend one and a half billion over ten years, which is nothing I mean compared you know, to other compared things to, we
1: spent right. money on. And so uh well, now if we were fighting a war on Mars, oh, well, we would have at least fifteen trillion to throw at that. Yeah, that's bottom, right. Yes. Right? About like, uh, what we need are some Martian terrorists.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's what we really need. It's <laughs> about a factor of ten. Ten <laughs> 10.2. Exactly. You multiply uh the NASA uh the NASA budget by ten point two, you start to get to what the military spends.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a little sickening. Uh, well, it's you, you know, depressing.
0: we live on Earth and so I, I said NASA budget. I in planetary, planetary science, science budget. Yeah. Uh, I there'll be emails. I've just ended my career. <laughs> yes, lead on. We have another query. Yes, we about do. About making things, on the special edition of Star Talk with me, your host, Bill Nye, and
1: citizen of the world, of the wide world, Chuck Nice. Chuck, right. take it. Here we go. Uh, this is from Andy Bracken on Facebook. And Andy says this Greetings, Bill, from Columbus, Ohio. How difficult would it be to switch from one material to another, e.g., uh, going from PVC plastic to steel in the middle of a 3D printing process because those are the components needed to make the item? Well, that's being proposed, Andy.
0: The, oh, instead really? of, you may not feed the plastic through the same head or dispenserizer machine right. as you do the steel, but you'd have multiple heads. Right. This is all solvable problems. Like a,
1: like, a, uh, like a soda gun at a bar.
0: Yes. so Exactly. But, uh, not that you would know. No,
1: because no, 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 you never, never see those places. Are you no, you've me?
0: never been to a bar, but, oh, but you've read stories and oh, oh, the electric internet. Yeah. kinds of
1: fabled tale.
0: Yes. Or maybe the occasional movie. <laughs> you know, so the, uh, that would be the idea. That's not that hard. In the same way, um, there are uh, 3D printers that use different colored plastic. Right, all at once. So you have
1: different heads that feed the plastic. So those heads would rotate or change, or do yes, whatever. what I presume. And, 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 and it's
0: not not a robot maker guy person, but uh, <laughs> with an interest, it seems like a very reasonable thing to do. But there, let me emphasize: there has to be a good reason to do it. You know, these things operate at different temperatures, right? And so uh, you you may not you don't want to melt the first thing with the second thing,
1: second thing, right? So now, how far are we in terms of our um, I'll say molecular manipulation of plastic uh, to get to the place where you can just make plastic that mimics different types of metals. Well,
0: that's our dream, man. That's what we do all day. You're, you're, I'm sure you're referring to polysulfone. Yes, of course. Y- yes. Don't.
1: Well, I mean, uh,
0: yeah. what else would I have been referring uh, yeah. to? No, some <laughs> plastics are nearly as strong as steel nowadays. You know? Right. So especially the ones that you can get glass in. Uh, glass fibers, or the other thing we all want to do is orient the fibers. Right. Follow
1: me? Yeah, I got you what you're saying
0: there. So, uh, you know, uh, plywood has grain that's oriented in uh, 90 degree angles almost always right. to, for strength. And right. so, uh, ingots that come out of a steel mill or an aluminum mill have a strength that's different in this direction versus that direction. That's gotcha. the way they're extruded or drawn out. And then the same is absolutely true of plastic. So you'd want to be able to exploit that. That's so advantage. funny
1: that you just said that. I used to uh, work in a position where I had to do some stuff with fabrics, and that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what sort of fab were you doing it on? The, were you doing it on the Bible? On the
1: bias? On the Bible? On the bias? Cutting on the bias, you, you were, were cutting look on the at bias you with your fashion uh, uh, terminology. Well, bias your fashion terminology.
0: You were just in my mind's head. We were just at the soda gun at the bar,
1: <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, we're no, no. Well, you
0: may have noticed that there's often fibers in those clear hoses. Yes, there is. Those fibers are oriented to maximize the strength. And speaking of maximizing the strength, we're maximizing the fun here on Star Talk Radio. We'll be back right after this. Chuck, you know, this is a very exciting time here at Star Talk Radio because this is a maker edition. Yes, it is. It's right brought to you by Google.
1: That's correct. Don't forget,
0: making science with Google.com. That's where you, you go. can get involved
1: in the whole maker vibe. <laughs> What's another we got another query? Yes, we do have another query. Let's uh, let's read this one from Tom Ricks from Tom Facebook. Ricks. Tom Ricks from Facebook would like to know this. He says, Bill Nye the science guy. Yes. How long do you think it will be before we can print a 3D agricultural crop in order to reduce CO2 emissions and water consumption? We have all the ingredients, right? So he's talking about forget going to space and printing something. Can we print something here and now, namely food? Yeah, I thought he wanted to print a crop. He does. He wants That's to. Pretty aggressive. He wants to uh, our agricultural crops in order to reduce CO two emissions so, and water consumption, which is which is very important. So, Tom, I I think I follow you, but
0: you're you want if I understand this, you want to eat a 3D printed plant. Yes. So you, I mean, right at our current state of the art, you're going to be eating plastic. Uh, Okay, well, that doesn't work. why would you put the crop out in the sun if it's 3D printed and stuff like that? So we may have, uh, once again, if I can use the verb, conflated a couple ideas. Mm-hmm. Very reasonable that you'll be able to 3D print beads that hold water in the soil uh-huh. right? so that there's less evaporation. That's very reasonable to me. Or maybe even a, a mat for planting your crops akin to uh, mulch. Plastic mulch. Do you know right. what I mean? Are so you hit to traps,
1: mulch traps the moisture? Yeah, yeah, and keeps soil. weeds from coming through. So I, the moisture uh, doesn't evaporate back into the atmosphere fast,
0: right? But you don't want to have it too sealed up. Then you get fungi of various brands. Yes. So, I think I know what you're I'm driving. At the is- inside of my sneakers. <laughs> Uh, that's a lot of information, Chuck. <laughs> so we, I think I know what you're driving at. We would have custom-made mulch mats to plant our crops in, and right. they could be 3D printed, the mulch mats.
1: So there, there is one. an application. Uh, you know, his idea may have been slightly askew, but yeah. there is an application for 3D printing in agricultural.
0: Oh, man, heavens, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Just like, suppose you, one of the things you got to learn, I think, as a farmer mm-hmm. is welding. This is to say when stuff breaks... Those people are continually repairing
1: things, yeah. discs and harrows and things. You know what? Now, see, what you just said there just uh, struck in me a little chord because it seems like every movie or television show that you watch where the people are out on a farm and they're like, have all these acres around them, anything that breaks, they immediately start to go in and fix it. The tractor breaks, they fix You never see them. Call somebody. Tractor Co. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> well, like they, are, they fix everything farm, that's on there.
0: Farm guy skills, I guess. Farm gal skills. And uh, so it's very reasonable that you would have 3D printers for farm equipment. And and so what I'm imagining in the not-too-long future, Chuck, not that it's all about Bill and his imagination, we're responding to—is it Tom's question? This
1: is, yes, um, Tom Ricks.
0: Yes. Uh, that I'm imagining a time when something breaks into your house or your apartment— and instead of ordering the spare part and having it shipped to you you go down to the spiritual equivalent of FedEx Kinkos or Staples right. and at, th- at that place they make you a new part they just make With it. their big 3D printer which they have air cooled and is large and very accurate you don't have to have one at home right and then in the same way Certain gearheads keep a collection of wrenches around. Right, There'll be certain gearhead type people that have a 3D printer at home. I know guys with milling machines and lathes at home. So there'll be that sort of culture. I can understand it, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are big ones someday in the not-too-distant future for repairing farm equipment. Sure.
1: Okay. Bring it on. Bring it on. But you don't want to eat. What it's what's printed. that's what threw me off a
0: little. Yeah. Probably not.
1: So the, the application is mo- mostly for assisting in.
0: But I can imagine three D printing some candy, right?
1: Yes, because you can melt the sugar Heck, the same way, way. Why like not? Glass, and you print out some three D little- printed
0: seaweed. I mean, it right. seems very—sea re- plant seems very reasonable. But uh, why you would do that rather than growing plants directly— Okay, I have to think it through. But that's a cool question,
1: Tom. So, Tom, cool question, and the answer is candy. You'll be able to print candy. <laughs> mm, candy. There's right.
0: a 3D printer handy. <laughs> and it's going to be dandy. Okay. <laughs> wide Citizen of the Wide World
1: Chuck, what's here, our next query? Here we go. Uh, now— This might be another conflation. However, I know where he is coming from. And this is uh, Jason Harvey uh, coming to us from Twitter. And Jason would like to know this. Can we 3D print an animal? And then, and then then he goes a little crazy. And then start it up with an electric shock. It's alive! (laughs) It's alive! The pitchforks! The, tort, the citizens, the towns,
0: the villagers, <laughs> pitchforks. And, Why are they out there with pitchforks and, they're, and torches? They just don't trust the doc, oh. the Doc Frankenstein. And so everybody, just wanted to pet the rabbit. It's very reasonable to me that uh, people will be able to 3D print someday DNA. You'd make a synthetic organism. Holy crap. Whether you'd build a whole woolly mammoth from scratch from yeah. a 3D printer, that might be harder. Yeah, but that's a little mind-blowing what you're saying right there. I'm just saying it because people are talking about it. It's it's. So And you don't mean like a model
1: of the 3D. You know, I'm making uh, a of, virus
0: uh, right. from a molecular machine printer, gizmo. Wow. Holy crap. And then making a a single cell. Right. And then fusing it and having it grow into a mammoth <sighs> or a chuck.
1: <laughs> believe me you went the mammoth before you went the chuck
0: no no i, I believe you
1: <laughs> no, I, you didn't lose me i don't think i'm alone this is another one of these things
0: where i would like to talk it over with chuck's wife i bring it up every
1: show oh believe me she uh, she, uh, she old, would prefer a mammoth she would prefer a mammoth over another chuck yeah, That's for sure yeah and yeah. probably much kids. easier to care for yes you yes, know? lower maintenance. Lower maintenance. More logical. And probably sheds less than I do.
0: I uh, can't hear you. <laughs> a lot of information. Uh, a little too much,
1: Chuck. Okay. All right, here we go. Cool question, Jason. Uh, right, that is on. a very cool question, and I have to tell you that I am just slightly disturbed by the 3D printing of DNA It's very and a single-cell organism it's that reasonable. still has the ability to proliferate. That, well, that's, look at us. We start from a single cell. Yeah, you're right.
0: Ooh. And don't tell me you haven't held a single cell, an egg. A chicken egg is a single cell.
1: You know, I never thought of it that way, it's, but you're it's right. It's a
0: cool thing to, of,
1: of which to think. Yes. I don't think we're as delicious in our nascent stages. can't
0: though. hear you. Uh, all good. <laughs> can't hear you. Try another one. Just a couple minutes left in this segment. <laughs> Let's move on.
1: Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> this is from Ian Landy from at techno Landy on Twitter. Any thoughts on if any age is too young to try spaces and 3d printing? I had my kids do hour, an hour of code. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. An hour of code, an an hour code, of code. Hour. a code hour. Okay. I don't know what <laughs> that is. That's
0: fine. I don't see if a kid is into it. I don't think you can. Uh, have any trouble just how much plastic do you want to waste or how embarrassed are you willing to be when the kid makes this fabulous thing that you never thought of Mm -hmm. so if the if your children if your kids are able to run a 3d printer and write code for an hour i mean more power to them now in general uh i'm sure ian's kids are exceptional yes because all of our star talk listeners are Way They're above pretty up average. There. Yes, I
1: have to say. Yes, the Star Talk. The average Star Talk listener is far above average. When? How do you know that? I'm, I was trying to make a joke. No, no I'm, I'm serious. Really going for it. Right. I'm serious. I, over I, to, I talk talkers. to them on Twitter all the time. A lot of them have like words like doctor before their name. And uh-huh. Stuff well, like that. You know. All right. Well.
0: So <laughs> who, who knows what controversy I've gotten myself into with well, these offhand DNA
1: t- musings? All I can tell you is this: we live in a country where uh, children are allowed to play with guns legally. So, like, they're passing legislation to say that it's okay for children to shoot guns at ranges. So I don't see where 3D print. Hey, better yet, why don't you get your kids to 3D print a working firearm? No, that's been done, mo- that's a, Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's oh, been done. On. Oh, yeah, that, that, that program exists online. Oh, stop it. Yeah, you can download it. Oh, come on. But you need a printer that works, you know, accurately
1: enough. Oh, you're killing me. Uh, I hope not, but yeah, <laughs> you're killing me with your 3d gun. Yeah. So the, are you it's, for real We You can, there are no laws. Wait a minute, Bill. I'm really upset here. There are no laws to stop you from printing a firearm with a 3d printer. As far as I know, not,
0: maybe they're proposed, but even if there were laws, Chuck, this is the electric internet. All the kids are using it. So it could be transmitted around. The thing is, you need the material, and you still
1: need bullets and yeah. all that stuff. So. Oh, my God. Deep breath. Okay, so here is <clears throat> Derek Maddox. Derek. And Derek comes to us from uh, Twitter. Uh, Derek says this. Do you think we'll ever be able to 3D print organs efficiently enough to end the need for donors? Now, I have actually read... Uh, you can read. I, I you know what? <laughs> believe it or not, it's it's and really okay. Somebody read it to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. By the way, everybody, for you, if you're out there, Chuck is quite the uh, science geek. He reads quite a bit of this stuff.
1: Yeah, let's let's. But
0: you're about it. to revelevate us. Uh, yeah. Give us a
1: revelation, of that No, record. I read this great article. I believe it was in Scientific American, and and it was talking about the actual printing of organs. Yeah, and um and. The way they did it was somehow they infused the DNA from the person that they're uh, going to implant the organ, so that you don't have a rejection. That's right. Like you would with the same napkin. DNA. Is that so? so That's the
0: plan. That's my understanding. That's the deal. And then you would grow them oh. from the right number of cells. So in the case, the classic is a liver, which apparently is, uh, if you're going to do this, it's a good place to start. The
1: liver. Yeah. Is, is that because the liver self-generates anyway?
0: I guess. And also, the, the way
1: it is. Um,
0: the way its blood vessels run, the way what are they? it's not innerved, it's like that. The way the um, the blood vessels would somehow self organize. I'm not an expert on this, and that's when we're going to get all this mail because I spoke offhandedly. <laughs> no, but I've heard that that's the one, a good place to start
1: is with the liver. Yeah. So the answer, Derek, is yes and yes. We will be uh, 3D printing organs and one day efficiently enough where we won't need donors. Yeah, well, the big thing you won't need is
0: not only that, you won't need uh, anti-rejection drugs, which you alluded to earlier, which would be huge. Huge. So now, does that wow? Does that mean we're living just at the wrong time? That's what shock? I was about to ask. You missed does it by that, that, that much.
1: That I'm getting screwed <laughs> yeah. by the fact that I'm here. But screw- you got three kids. Yeah. So your so genes are going into the future. My genes are going into the future. I'm not worried about my genes. I'm more worried about me. Well, and and speaking of liver. Hey, <laughs> you're just saying, I'm just saying You work in nightclubs, <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying
0: it flows for free for there you, you. There you go, man. <laughs> no, I have no, I don't want to change the subject too far, but I've known people that have got in trouble with alcohol
1: because they were comics that got free drinks
0: a lot. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you have to, you have to be cognizant. As a matter of fact, I have uh, I know we're off a little off topic. Just a little. Just a little off topic. Us? You know, but, but I have to say that, uh, one of the things that I had to stop doing because I work in a club most nights and I drink for free everywhere I go was I had to make it a rule that when I'm working, I don't drink because otherwise, I otherwise drinking became part of my job as opposed to the, uh, the social activity that yes, it should be.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, with all that said, Let's get back, yeah, to, let's the get back to the special edition that we're,
1: <laughs> that we're all here for, the maker uh, brought edition. to you by Google. And, and, What's the website? And make sure you check out makingwithgoogle.com. So we're making. making. This is the maker edition. That's what it is. Give me another query. All right, here we go. Uh, a lot of people really are in love with this 3D printing stuff, man. And that's this all is, it's been. This is Jesse uh, uh, from Twitter. Um, here's the deal. Hey Bill, will doctors be able to three D print medical tools and specific parts like replacement joints for the body? And I, I guess she's thinking like in the time when we colonize some place.
0: I gotta say categorically yes, absolutely yes. I saw a presentation by a NASA engineer about this, and she's got it down. This is what we do. We're gonna make your your hemostats, right? Little clampy wamps for shutting off blood vessels while you're surgerizing. Right. We're going to make uh, scissors, scalpels, all kinds of clamps and so happiness.
1: You could, you could make a scalpel uh, out of plastic That oh Well, no, it you'd make sharp it sharp out enough. of metal. Yeah, you know. oh, so, you right, like we talked about at another yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. The- or maybe just put a metal edge
0: on it. Or maybe make it out of some modern plastic that's good enough for a few slices.
1: Right. And she's wore it out. Right. Then you melt it down and make another make one. Another one. <laughs> Jesse, great question, and the answer is categorically yes. Fantastic. Let us move on. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm going to look for something a little different. Here we go. You're thumbing. Here we are. Uh, this is Israel, uh, Giron. Israel Giron. Israel Giron. Israel Giron uh, from Twitter uh, says hello from Marana, Arizona. Never heard of it. Well, it's in Arizona's in the U.S. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) All right. Uh, As an educator, what are the benefits of having people flex their brains and creating something rather than purchasing something? So this one. No, there's no benefit at all. No. I'm kidding. Of course. (laughs) That's a rhetorical
0: question city. No, the whole thing we want is hands on interaction. Yes. Make things. Become not just a scientist like what's his name, Neil yeah, Tyson. That, that, that Tyson. No, become Tyson an engineer. Guy. Make stuff. Use science to solve problems and make things. Gotcha. So uh, there's your Chuck, answer. the guy. You got to d- 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 this rhetorical question city there.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I think that is. You're, you're right. That is rhetorical. So I'm going oh, yeah, you know, to follow it up. I'm, I'm going to follow up with this. With, uh, so uh, same, same person says, so we've seen examples of 3D printing of mechanical parts. What are the prospects of 3D printing? Now, listen, chemical compounds. So... Well, this is very reasonable to me. Really? Yeah. I mean...
0: Are you hip that when you buy polyethylene for commercial applications, you're going to make a conveyor belt with plastic rollers or something? Or a slide or... No, I'm not. You can imagine. I can imagine that, yeah. Anyway, you specify the plastic by its molecular weight. Okay. There's this ultra-high molecular weight, very high molecular weight, and they they can infer how many carbon atoms are strung together in a chain of carbon atoms, okay. for example. So I can imagine a day where you're planting individual atoms onto molecules, and then if it were the kind of molecule you wanted, and you could get it to grow again like a crystal, right? you would have all of the molecules you would uh, uh, want to interact with. That's, I mean, I can imagine this. That's cool. Well, it's cool, but I mean, I haven't really done it, Chuck. Okay. I- Wow. Jam in here.
1: I mean, just the Bill Nye, the science fiction radio host. <laughs> but that is science fiction within the realm of reason. Very reasonable. Very reasonable, yeah. Okay, that's very cool. Look at that. That not two very good questions from Israel. I appreciate them. Let's move on. Uh boy, you guys with these names. I tell you, these names. Sylvanair. <laughs> Sylvanair Sylvan wants to know this. <clears throat> Is there any food that a three D printer would be able to make? I'm picturing the precursor to the Star Trek replicator. So now in the Star Trek, they, you know, Captain Picard, yes. we go here, uh, tea, Earl Grey, hot, yeah, boom. Yeah, it would it just appear?
0: Yes. Uh, so I want to caution you, Chuck. That show was not real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I don't know what to
0: believe. <laughs> Damn so, <your> bell. <laughs> so, when you manufacture food, you know there's a whole thing in the business. They talk about the taste, but they also talk about the mouth feel. Yes. And I would not be surprised. And there's a product now called Soylent, which is based on Did Soylent. You say Soylent? Drink. Yeah, based on the Soylent. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that the product? I don't know. Yeah, it's the it's oh, the food okay. of the future. It's I a don't, billboard. I don't think yeah. I eat so- yeah, well so I could imagine people, well, you eat candy bars? I do
1: every yeah. once in a while.
0: Yeah, oh, you've seen them. 3 times a year, I'll eat a candy Yes, bar. Uh, maybe you've had some uh peanut brittle.
1: Yes, I have. Just the
0: brittle part. Just the brittle part? You've yeah. had caramel. Yes, without a doubt. Okay, that's just uh can you imagine a machine that would make some fat fantastic, fantastically delicious thing? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That would have a good mouth feel
1: and mm-hmm.
0: would not be natural. It wouldn't be recognizable from something in nature. See, no, I cannot imagine that. It would be, you know, Chuck's food bar. Yeah, I don't want Chuck's, Chuck's delicious green bar. No, I don't want
1: anyone eating Chuck's food bar.
0: <laughs> it would, well, what if it had a lovely woman's name? What if it was Malia's delicious food bar all right i'm interested yeah yeah i'm i gotta tell you the truth i'm interested yeah i don't know what you It would be the shape various shapes are possible yes anyway so this is quite possible (laughs) i can easily imagine printed food you've been listening to star talk uh, i'm bill nye your host and i'm here with citizen of the world chuck nice we'll be back right after this welcome 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 to star talk radio cosmic queries this is a special edition chuck yes this is the maker edition it's brought to you by google yeah and uh, if you're listening and i believe you are uh when you get where you have access to the internet check out their website at making nice no
1: other way to make science as far as i'm concerned with google That's the only way. Okay, I'm sure you're right.
0: Uh, There (laughs) are no competitors. It's all good. No, this is Star Talk. We got queries from you. You have inquired. And by long tradition, our worldwide citizen, Chuck Nice, will read your queries. And he and I will
1: comment insightfully. Indeed. One of us will. That'll be you. All right, well, (laughs) the other one will just read them. (laughs) That's you. That's me. Okay, here we go. this one coming to us from um, Necro Seven on Twitter. Necro, a little Necro7. troubling. Seven, little troubling.
0: Yeah. All right. And it's Necro.
1: What does he or she have to say? Says, how would you compare the effects of accessible 3D printing today to the effects of the printing press in the early Renaissance?
0: Uh, I don't think it'll be quite as influential. The printing press was a big thing. Yeah. However. 3D printing is absolutely the future. And I talk about this all the time. Um, I'm imagining where we're making, like, you know, maybe I am wrong, as is so often the case. We use the term in mechanical engineering, additive manufacture.
1: Additive manufacture. That's
0: what 3D printing is. That's 3D what. But, you know, when you think of, you know, this word machining. Yes. Where you cut where you material. Cut with, yeah, right. you make a screw, you cut the metal away right. or what have you. So this could revolutionize all that we know and love. So, you could possibly at one point envision a world where you just 3D print everything? Everything would be custom made. There wouldn't be anything adjustable. Everything would be made perfectly.
1: Now, when I think about the economic repercussions of. belts
0: wouldn't even have more than one hole. The belt (laughs) would be made, and there'd be a single hole for your waist. Well, that's it. You've sold me. (laughs) No, but I mean, I can imagine it easily. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Because you go to the store, and there's designers there. I'm thinking about fashion now, fashion. You go to the store, and they custom make it for you, and they almost sort of do that with Neil suits. Yeah. He gets them multi-measured at multimeasure.com, <laughs> and then they fit him better. And so I could easily imagine that the future, everything is customly 3D printed.
1: Yes, you were saying you started to go well, no, I'm wide just, world I'm, on us I'm, worldwide. I'm, I'm thinking, like, what do you do with all the jobs of people who were making... The screw that now. Somebody's got to make the printers. So all those people are now just making printers.
0: Well, or they're doing other wonderful, productive, artistic, wonderful life enhancing things. Thinking deep thoughts Mm -hmm. about how to make better printers, how to design new things. Everybody becomes a designer. Everybody's a designer. Everybody custom makes everything. Come on.
1: It's a scary world. Cheer
0: it up, Chuck.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, because where I see this going hey, let is... Let me just ask you about that sentence. I'm going to say,
0: uh, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you expand on that we'll just ever so? on that so. right here, just yeah. a little bit. 3D printers making 3D printers, and now we're done. Now, nobody works anymore.
0: Well, but who's shoveling the coal? That is to say, who's making the electricity? Somebody's going to have Somebody's to do something. Somebody's got to do something. Somewhere. All right. Notice that... People are as busy as ever. You know, you say, what did they do in the good old days? They churned milk. They grew crops. They, they tilled the soil. They got rid of the weeds, what have you. People, are, it has not led to a life of leisure. Right. You wash the dishes automatically while you're doing a bunch of other stuff now. Right. right. Okay. Humans are busy, busy
1: humans. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with like you on bees. This only humans. All right. Let's get to another question. This one from Twitter says, uh, how, does it have a name? Twitter? Uh, no, just Twitter and Twitter's on Twitter, Twitter is on Twitter. Somebody
0: secured that uh, name early on. Well, yes. So,
1: Hello, Twitter. I would I love to get that name? That'd be my Twitter handle. No, Twitter. you wouldn't. You it wouldn't, it wouldn't handle. say Chuck. It would say at Twitter though. And everybody would know that that's me. You're the man. Everybody would have t- at Twitter. Everybody would have
0: that. You figure you'd have a lot of followers, and that would lead to lead to a pay raise, right? <laughs>
1: because that's what you got to do nowadays <laughs> to get a pay raise. That's what I'm saying to you. So uh, Twitter has a question. Twitter wants to know this: How does 3D printed materials' carbon footprint or other environmental strain metric compare to that of manufactured products? So, uh, is it on equal footing? Is it a less of a carbon so maybe footprint? less footprint? If you could efficiently ship the material
0: Mm -hmm. to where you need it and then manufacture in situ, then you wouldn't have all the bulky – like, for example, I'm looking here in the studio at stools or a sofa. Sofa. The packing for those things is large. True. If they could be manufactured closer to where they're – being used. No need for it. You'd have probably more efficient shipping of the raw materials. Right. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have that volume. Just in these one ex- these couple examples
1: looking around the room here. So now, do you think that uh, it might lead to a more disposable uh, world? Or, or a more
0: recyclable are... world? Ooh. Ooh. The couch is made of magic plastic that you just melt down and make into a new stool or ottoman or settee so the, or the, headboard. So the real or even dresser drawer.
1: <laughs>
0: just just doing a furniture thing.
1: So you were saying no, was, or maybe a mattress. So the idea is you would have to make materials that can be used again and again.
0: Well, I mean, it's certainly reasonable. I mean, the 3D printed plastic that we're using now is meltdownable. Right. If I can coin that adjective.
1: Adjective. I love when you get all sciency on me like that. It's, it's, it's so- just, it's nibonic. <laughs>
0: meltdownable.
1: Okay. Let's uh, move on. <clears throat> Moving on. Kevin. Cosmic Queries Maker Edition. Kevin S. from Twitter. Twitter. Kevin. Kevin S. wants to know this. What's the strength of 3D printed metal parts, cast, forged, or billet of the same material? So if, you're, if you got it strewn out of this little head, oh, yeah, yeah. can it be as strong I'm as not something an expert that's on die that. cast or something that's forged? Or I'm not an expert on that, but I will
0: say this. I saw a wrench made, and it was a little oversized, I think, for stiffness. Okay. And sintered parts. These are parts made from powder that are is fused together, melted essentially. Those aren't as strong, but they have other properties. in the in the example of sintering, they hold oil uh, for a bearing or whatever that has an advantage. Okay. So I could easily imagine a secondary operation where you roll or press or smash the three d printed part or additively manufactured part. Uh, to give it strength. I could easily imagine that. And I guess as a host of Star Talk Radio, I should know more about that. And I will make a note to uh, learn that. All right. Well, there you have it. But as a mechanical engineer, a I mechan- can imagine the secondary operation of smashing to work hard it, to give it strength. Gotcha. You know how you can't straighten out a paperclip very easily? Right. Because after you bend it, now you have to it's called work hardening. You've done work on it and it it gets stiff. This nature of the grains of metal. Gotcha. So very reasonable that you'd have to re-smash. But that could be a lot cheaper than shipping a full sized wrench to somebody. All right. Trying to get that trying to get that nut up under the sink. Maybe you just make the perfect custom made wrench, just just right. right Just right for that. And then you'd melt it back down after you're done. There you go. And have all those molecules floating around your house.
1: I like it. All right, this is Tim uh, from Twitter.
0: Tim from Twitter, and
1: he's he's tweeting to us from at evilnut. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, can't yeah. hear you. Can't <laughs> read you. All right, at evilnut. At evilnut wants to know this: Are they testing or printing in g- zero g? It yes. seems like it would be impossible in no, zero no, they, g. They, they do it it's metal. They did it on the space station because it's liquid. So they did it on the space station.
0: And the word liquid, you know, it's it's a uh, it's gooey, it's amorphous, okay. it's literally uh, both as the adjective and as the noun plastic. You know, the Earth's crust, I mean, uh, the Earth's mantle, right? Is said to be plastic, really it's smush So, because it's because it's, cause it's hot, 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 very hot. So, uh, and yes, they've 3D printed in space by paying attention to what they're doing. Ing, the thing squirts out, and the plastic sticks to the plastic. Okay. So you can shape parts shape in space, arc. even though with, even though you don't have gravity. There you go. In fact, there's probably an argument from 3D Print Co. that says gravity is a real problem. You should do all your manufacturing in space. Oh, really? I could easily imagine somebody coming in here to say that, and
1: I I would not be in a position to disagree, Chuck. There you have it. I'd have to do the opposite. of that. I'd have to agree. So, is, um, although evil nut, it's counterintuitive. Actually, zero g. Just is imagine great. squirting
0: toothpaste on to, like squirt toothpaste on the wall. Now squirt another bead of toothpaste on the toothpaste, it would stick to it, right? Right. Even though
1: you're upside-walled. Well, Upside-down or no matter where That's you right. are. That's yeah. right. I mean, you can imagine it right out that it's possible. Yeah. Squeeze it right out of the tube and right onto the, toothpaste, onto the toothbrush. Okay. Uh, this is a great question. Uh, How does it go? Thomas, Thomas, T-J-L-K from Twitter wants to know this. Will people be able to 3D print medicine? So you're talking yes. about manufacturing sure. medicine sure really imagine this i mean how hard can this be this is awesome they tell you
0: to take two aspirin i okay. tell you to take one aspirin right you just custom print the size of the pill you want so you have your now- aspirin goo stuff so how do you dial up the the physician weighs you okay and then prescribes the right size pill just for shooting from the hip without even starting okay Without even trying to make molecules from scratch. All right, good. Not even doing Not that. Not even doing that. Just, just right just... from the get-go. Wow. They, and then furthermore, at home, your bathroom scale is on the internet. It tells pill.com squirt machine how to squirt out the right size pill for how much you weigh, and then you're just perfectly healthy.
1: Damn, that's And awful. imagine it.
0: I mean, it's one thing with aspirin, but imagine you know there's so many people with all these other exotic disorders, and they have to constantly manage their, their dose, right. right? I can easily imagine a machine or a couple of machines that could do that. So no more, no more
1: one-size-fits-all uh, prescriptions? Easily, yes. It's, it's easily imagined. It's prescribed yes. for you. Yes. It's fantastic.
0: From PrescribeCo.com. They're at your Right Aid, your Duane Reed, your CVS. And this is where maybe you don't have the machine at home, but you have a bathroom scale at home. And it transmits your weight to your druggist, who then, when you show up with the prescription, the pills are just the right size. Wow. Whoa. How cool would that be? You've been listening to Star Talk Radio. I'm your host, Bill Nye, with my co host, Chuck Nice. Keep looking up. This is Star Talk.